Okay. I think that's it. Get a get a little something to drink first. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers. If this is your first time, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. That was Summer by Julian Avia. If you're on SoundCloud, definitely check them out. Great music. I picked that one because it's the end of summer, as we know. It's not quite the end. We still have about a month and a half left, but it's the end. And if you look outside, uh, depending on where you are, the weather may be super hot or it may be 65 and sunny like a hot California day. But uh, where I'm at right now is it's about 83 degrees, windy outside, and you can you can kind of smell the grass turning, turning, just kind of letting you know it's it's almost time for football season. The grass starts smelling a little different. The pads are out. The boys are out in the yard, hidden. Running, catching, throwing, hitting somebody hard as they can. It's just letting you know it's football season, baby. And with football season comes what? Comes fantasy football season. And like I said, if this is your first time to Fantasy Fever, I'm Marcus Hemingway. I'll be here every week throughout the season bringing new content my guesses on what the what the outlook of the week will be and I'm not perfect by any means I in, in fact that I, I don't think I won any why well, I won one championship last year out of out of about 11 leagues so I'm not perfect by any means so I don't want you to say hey Marcus said do this so I need to do it but I do want you to come back every weekend and at least enjoy what I have to say and take in consideration what I have to say. And with that said, let's not forget, Fantasy Fever is a byproduct of DMV Sports Network, where we have podcasts on podcasts on podcasts lots and lots of content on the dmv sports network please check us out it's a great place sorry about that car alarm in the background but it just it adds it adds more but yes check out the dmv sports network baseball is it's still in in high season right now and the nationals are doing great so check it out and you will find plenty of content on there whether it's for you or for the next person
Well, I guess the next question is, what do I want to talk about? Well, of course, I, mean, I want to talk about training camp. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's training camp time. They're about two weeks in. Uh, a lot of stuff going down. Of course, if you're in tune, you have the Antonio Brown situation with the Raiders. That's going on. Um, Kyler Murray stock is going up. A lot of people are saying he's doing really well in camp. And all the guys have been loving what he's been putting out for the the Cardinals. And, of course, uh, you have, like, your regular stuff. Um, Pat Mahomes still looking good. Jared Goff looking good. However, I do want to dive in to see if they can repeat what they did last year. It's one of the things... Tom Brady doesn't look very hot. He's kind of hot and cold um, so far during the training camp. He actually didn't play. He didn't play in the first preseason game, which is to be expected. I mean, guys, 42 either this week or next week, something along those lines. So, I mean, I, I don't foresee him playing a lot of preseason games. Preseason is where you lose your guys, and thankfully there hasn't been a um, any too many severe injuries so far this year in training camp. Um, but I do want to dive in to see uh, is Tom Brady a viable early draftable quarterback, or is he kind of like one of these second stream QB two guys? Um, couple other things a couple local guys I do want to dive into the Lamar Jackson Mark Ingrams and um, will the Redskins look at a quarterback change at some point this year for the local action and last but not least I'm going to take a look at some injury comebacks that I'm super interested to see this year and I want to see if they're going to come back firing on all cylinders Tom Brady. Tom Brady has been my fantasy quarterback probably for the last hmm, maybe six to eight years. Um, I usually always dra- try to try to attempt to draft Tom Brady or or um, trade for him. Uh, last year in one of my leagues, I had to trade for him. However, I start. I've started to see a trend the last couple of years. When it hits, usually November-ish, um, his he started. To, he's he has started to kind of decline statistically. Um, maybe he throws a couple more interceptions, and it's just not great. I mean, situationally, greatest quarterback alive, greatest quarterback playing, best quarterback playing. However, I mean, fantasy football purposes, uh, he's he hasn't been great, and I, and and that may a lot of that may be because of how the Patriots usually run their um their offense. If they have a great wide receiver, well, let's just yeah. I don't think they really have they, they haven't had a great wide receiver since a great consistent wide receiver since really Randy Moss um, Julian Edelman he'll, he'll get his too he's good for 
usually five, five and fifty a, a game, five and fifty average a game. So, um, as far as consistently putting one receiver in the end zone and getting over a hundred yards or a three hundred yard game for Tom Brady, the game plan just doesn't work that way. They're they're more of a balanced offense, and with the forty two year old quarterback. They're going to continue to go with a balanced attack. They're going to, they have, they drafted a, a running back this year, a pretty good running back. I forget his name. Uh, but they also have Sony Michel and, and White. So they have, they have a load of running backs. It seems like their purpose now is definitely to protect their 42-year-old quarterback. They want to make sure he has the capacity to be able to throw the ball later in the year. So I, I totally understand it. Um, however, fantasy purposes, I lost the I lost a couple of games the last couple of years by playing Tom Brady in the back half of the season and and in fantasy football this is the part of the season that matters so from hmm i'll say the first week in november to the end of november maybe it will go with the end of november um these are games that are usually really important for fantasy football because this is the time that you're really trying to make the playoffs and this is the time that you really focus on trying to build up some wins and 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 kind of lay that position in the playoffs however tom brady he went over 100 yards from 11 um from november 4th to december 30 he went over 300 yards how many times do you think how many times do you think two times he went over 300 yards two times so and he's not like i say they're, they're throwing a balanced attack out there and and this this can hurt you if i mean with, with pat mahomes out here having five touchdown games and averaging about 300 yards uh this this definitely can hurt you if you if you're expecting him to have games like that and he's just not at that point in his career anymore um it's all it's more it's more a marathon approach with the Patriots versus a sprint approach with uh, where you see with most teams where they'll they'll load up in the first couple games of the season. Well, a lot of the sorry teams will load up in the first couple games of the season. The Miami Dolphins, the Jets of the world, they'll come in and all hot headed and, and get a really big win at the beginning of the season, and then they get the ass whooped up in November and in December when it matters. So um, this, I mean, this is smart for football purposes and for winning championships purposes, but for fantasy football purposes, um, Tom Brady may be a quarterback that you may want to turn your head to this year. Um, and he, he, maybe it's just me. Maybe he's been that way for a while now. But uh, definitely want to. You may want to turn your head when you see Tom Brady. If you if you have a a draft spot and you want to get a quarterback and you see like a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and and and, I, and honestly, I feel like Drew Brees is in the same space as Tom Brady right now. He's kind of like 
damn, should I should I draft him? Because he didn't look too hot last year towards the end of the season either. He, he looked gassed. Um, and Tom didn't really look gassed in the playoffs, which is good. They um they definitely shored up the the offense in the playoffs. So it was just a, a little. It was a different approach. It was basically punch punch with with Sony Michelle, and then quick pass, quick pass on first down, punch punch on second and third down with Sony Michelle. And his his he was pat he wasn't passing as much as he was. I mean, he he had he averaged about 40, 39 attempts in the playoffs, and then during the regular season he probably averaged about twenty nine, maybe a little more, maybe thirty three attempts in the during the regular season, but during the playoffs it was it was about thirty nine. 39 um, passing attempts. However, he went over 300 yards twice in the playoffs. And those were the divisional games where they played um, the Chiefs and the, and the, not the Rams, but the um, Chargers. So, I mean, like I say, Tom Brady may not be a top draft, but I mean, if it's later on in the draft, I definitely, I would. I would spend my pick on Tom Brady any day. But who's who's judging right now with Tom Brady? It's, it's, it's just training camp. So it's just training camp. Can't can't judge a six-time Super Bowl winning quarterback on training camp. So we'll see. Speaking of training camp, uh, training camp is in full effect, like I say, the last two weeks. No catastrophic injuries so far. Well, we've had we've had a couple injuries or whatnot, but they're not like bulk injuries like they've been in the past years. Where everybody was tearing their ACL or everybody was getting hurt in training camp and. It, it it they're doing something better this year. So a couple stories out of training camp that I that I that really caught my eye was the Giants wide receiver situation. Uh, you got Shepard with his with his thumb. You got uh, Golden Tate. It's going to be suspended for the first four games, and then you have. Corey Coleman, who tore his ACL early in camp, he's going to be out for the year. Now, the fact, I mean, it's it's the Giants, and Eli Manning is a shell of who he was. And you know, it's to be honest with you, your wide receivers really don't matter. At the end of the day, I think the the damage to the wide receiver core mostly hurts Saquon Barkley. Um, he he can do it all, but at, at at some point, when you have to carry a whole team on your back at the running back level, you break down really, 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 really fast. So uh, I personally say beware of Saquon Barkley until he gets some receivers back. Um, and you can draft him because he's he's gonna pick up some some yards and he's gonna do really well for the Giants. 
However, I don't I don't know how long he can he can hold out. You know how long he can he's gonna last and stay healthy throughout the season with um with such a poor wide receiver core for the Giants. And you know I'd be aware of that. But as far as the wide receivers, I mean Golden Tate, he's he's been great in the NFL and. I just I, I fear for Eli Manning. I really don't know what he is going to be, or is it is it going to be Daniel Jones? We don't know. We, maybe we have a quarterback battle. Um, the kid played actually fairly well on uh, was it Thursday night? Thursday night he played fairly well, and so we'll see we'll see what's going on with that. Maybe that that's going to be a topic of discussion come next week. Um, can Daniel Jones continue to play as well as he did this past week? So we'll see. If if that's the case, um, I'm sure he's built a pretty good rapport with some of those younger wide receivers in the Giants' backfield. So like your Reggie White Jr., your Cody Lattimore's, and, and guys like that. You know, so I'm sure he's built a good reporting because he's more likely been getting reps with those guys. So I think Daniel Jones has a chance to to actually play. We'll see how that works out. And uh, Zeke's holdout, of course, uh, same situation with the Giants. I think the Zeke the Zeke holdout is actually helping younger running backs for the Cowboys. Like uh, I mean, of course we know Alfred Morris. He's he's been he's been a workhorse in this league for for a long time, and he's always done really well when he's been called on. However, he's a bruiser running back, so that's the biggest thing with him. Uh, he's a bruiser running back. We don't we don't know if he could be. Of course, he can't be what Zeke is, but he can you know. He can you can plug him in in situations, but I think this actually helps Dak a lot more. Um, it helps him with his contract, of course, if he can come out and play well without Zeke. I mean, if Zeke is going to be there or not, if he comes out and plays well, I mean, you have it's going to help him on his contract. But he's getting more reps. I'm guessing throwing the ball in, in Cowboys camp. And of course, he's getting more reps with his receivers and tight ends. We got he has Jason Witten back, so it, uh, I, for me, I think this raises Dak's stock a lot more than what it would, would be if Zeke was there, because he's getting more comfortable at throwing the ball. Because prior to this year, his last couple of years, he's just been that quarterback who doesn't really pull the trigger. He's just kind of a safe quarterback. And and that doesn't really work in the NFL, especially if you want to be a paid quarterback. Doesn't really work. You got to pull that trigger. You got to you got to sling that ball down the field and and take chances. And that's the way you're going to look good at quarterback. But with Zeke out for training camp, I think this is helping him a lot. Um, a trade that happened this past week um, in Houston with Houston and Cleveland. Houston traded for Duke Johnson for a couple. BS picks. Uh, looks like Cleveland's stacking up draft picks right now. We'll see what they do with those throughout the season. Maybe they'll do something with those towards the end, bring a guy in if somebody gets hurt, bring a defensive guy in or offensive lineman in. 
So, but um, I think this is good for Houston because Houston's already a really good team. They have a really good defense, as we know, and their offense is outstanding with um, the quarterback. God, I'm blanking on his name. Think of it in a second. But the offense is really good. Good wide receivers. One of my favorites, of course, is the Kiki Kute. We'll see if he can come back this year and and add exactly what he added last year to the team. Um, He didn't get a lot of time last year. One, because he couldn't stay 100% healthy. But the, the, the flashes that he showed, it was amazing. And I, I really like what they have to offer there in Houston. Um, Deshaun Watson at quarterback. And then the running back situation, uh, I don't think Duke Johnson would come in and, and be a starting running back for them. The guy will still be... Uh, Jesus, I can't forget his name. You can't forget his name. That's because I never draft him. But um, he's not going to be a starting running back. He's going to be more of a, a a scat back, exactly what he was in Cleveland where he caught the ball out of the backfield for him. He's a, kind of a trick play type of guy. But he'll he'll be a good add for for um for Houston, and he'll help out Lamar Miller at the running back position, and also help that offense be more explosive. The the biggest question for the Houston Texans is their offensive line. If they can screw up the offensive line and keep Deshaun Watson from getting blasted in the backfield and give him even more time to um to throw the ball. I think uh, Houston's going to be a very good fantasy team as well as a good team this year to um, bet on as well as a good team this year if you're a Houston fan that may go deep into the playoffs and possibly uh, Super Bowl bound, you know. So we'll see what what goes on with that. I really like that trade with with the Duke Johnson and, and the Houston Texans. Uh, we, we touched on the Browns a little bit, talking about that Houston trade. Uh, I mean, it's not, not a lot I can really say about the Browns, of course, that you haven't already heard. I mean, you got OBJ, you got Baker Mayfield, and you got Nick Chubb. So all, all these guys, are, I mean, the offense is going to be explosive. Offensive line is a little um, suspect there. So, but that offense is going to be explosive. If you if you look on anything, they have a lot of videos of showing, especially uh, OBJ's Instagram. If you look at um, a lot of that stuff, you'll see a lot of the connections between him and Baker. So uh, that, that offense is going to be explosive. I don't know if they'll be able to maintain it. I like Baker Mayfield a lot at the quarterback position. If he can make the throws, which he showed last year that he can make the throws, um, I think he'll be a really good fantasy quarterback this year. He can definitely make the throws. However, if they have a team out, some teams out there throw exotic looks out there, and he's still a very young quarterback, so he can he's still susceptible to making mistakes. So that's something to definitely look for when you're looking at the Cleveland Browns players. And also with the wide receivers, um, with with the wide receivers for Cleveland, it's, I think who, who gets hurt here is David Njoku, who's an excellent, excellent, excellent tight end. 
he's the one that's getting hurt in this situation because you have so many players that's, that's going to require the ball. OBJ is a 80 to 100 catch guy. Um, you got to give touches to the running backs and juice. Uh, the other wide receiver, you know, uh, he's a, he was a 90 catch guy last year. I mean, he's not going to just give all these catches up to OBJ, you know. So, I mean, if they can – if Baker can spread that ball around in a good way. I mean, I don't, I don't see this kid going out there throwing 50 passes a, a, a game when you have a great running back in the backfield. So, it's just – it just kind of sucks because they have a lot going on, especially for a young quarterback like Baker. So, we'll, we'll see how that works out. Um, OBJ is definitely still a very good uh, wide receiver to draft. Um, I don't know if I'll draft him super early. I'm sure I'll see a lot of people draft him and and also Juice pretty early, which I don't – again, I don't know why. When you have teams with this much talent and this much firepower on their offense, then who knows if if they're going to get – the ball out to everybody so that's the only only situation with the Cleveland Browns that I find that would be a situation a couple wide receivers that I like that I've been looking at Curtis Samuel for the Carolina Panthers Um, with the Panthers I just don't know about Cam Cam is so hot and cold and he's he's a he's a bit like a teenage girl so uh, it, it kind of just hot and cold, you know. I mean, hell, it's not just a teenage girl. I mean, all most girls are hot and cold. That's those are fire words. So um, most people are hot and cold. Let's go with people are hot and cold. But he's he's definitely up and down. He's like a roller coaster. We'll go with that. We're not gonna go with the girl thing. Erase that out your mind. He's like a roller coaster, man. Cam is good one week, suspect the next week. Looks like he's never thrown a football the next week, and then he's great again. So it's just it's just a lot with Cam, and and I just don't know if I trust any wide receiver for that particular team. However, if I was to trust one, it would definitely be. I'll wait for it. Curtis Samuel. Um, I like Curtis Samuel a lot. I liked him a lot last year. He uh, had a couple run-ins with um, being able to stay healthy. So um, I actually like the Carolina Panthers this year if Camp can stay on a straight line, straight and narrow with Christian McCaffrey and um, Greg Olson healthy again. I actually like the 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 Carolina offense a lot but um, as far as wide receivers on that team I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel and maybe DJ Moore of course you all seen the viral video of Steve Smith kind of getting in his face um, or just kind of joking around with Cam saying should I draft him or should I start him or whatnot?" and he was just kind of sitting back there so maybe, maybe this kind of sparks him up and he goes for three straight games of 200 yards so we never know he kind of uh cam actually has kind of a couple of small wide receivers this year which can be tough so that'll be um something to look at um especially with bigger defensive backs 
And another wide receiver I really, really liked last year, but he couldn't stay healthy, and his quarterback got hurt for the season, is Dante Pettis. He was an excellent rookie last year. His route tree is really good, and it's not many routes that he can't run. I like Dante Pettis. Uh, Unfortunately, he had a situation last year where he had a couple different quarterbacks. However, the coach put him in great positions to be able to catch the ball. A lot of times he was open, but the quarterback just wasn't good enough. But now that Jimmy Garoppolo's back this year, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Dante Pettis um, show what he's capable of doing. And he showed in, in spots in the first couple of games of the season last year. Where that and he had a lot of potential, so I'm looking to. Dra- I'm actually looking to draft Dante Pettis. He could quietly be a good wide receiver this year for the San Francisco 49ers. And last but not least, out of um, training camp news this year so far, uh, the Tampa Bay running backs Peyton Barber and. Jones, uh, I think this is going to be a a running back uh, duo back there. I don't think neither one is going to have a a dominant position in the offense. Last year, Ronald Jones really struggled with the pass blocking, which kind of held him from held him back from getting on the field. So I think this year, I'm sure he's worked on that in the off season. So he'll he'll see more time this year, but they're definitely going to be a um, RBBBC um, running back by committee. So if you're looking to draft the, the Buccaneer guys, do understand that this is definitely going to be a committee. Um, but I think they'll if one get hurt, one gets hurt, then uh, the other will definitely be good as a starting running back. But they're both really small backs, so just I don't know if a lot of carries will do them any well. I think this uh, Tampa Bay offense can be explosive, but just like Carolina, um, you got a quarterback who's hot and cold, and and you just don't know who you're gonna get each week. With that said, I think if they can come out and get a straight and narrow Jameis Winston, this offense is going to be pretty explosive. You got good wide receivers. Chris Godwin is another person that should be be looked at and kept an eye on this year. He'll be uh, catching balls, a lot of balls this year, I think. Uh, Mike Evans, of course, he's uh, he's going to be really good. And with Deshaun Jackson gone this year, Chris Godwin should be able to show what he's capable of. And for the local talent that we have around here, I'm looking at a couple different people. Uh, They're all a bit scary to me. It's nobody that's a definite, I don't think. I think Lamar Jackson has been getting a lot, a lot of hype this offseason. Not offseason, but this um, training camp. He's been getting a lot of hype. Um, I think most of the hype is mostly because they really, most people don't know what the Ravens are going to do. They say they're going to they're gonna be comfortable with coming out and and playing this run run off run heavy offense and and they're going to be content with it. 
Uh, and they also have Mark Ingram, who they signed this offseason. I think he'll be a good addition to them, especially if they're coming run heavy. So, I mean, all that's fine and dandy if they're going to run the ball heavy and everything. But this is this, de- is this defense the same? And they brought over Earl Thomas. Is this defense going to be the same? What happens if they get get in the shootout? So I think I think that second week game against the Cardinals that that could be a very inc- exciting game. Uh, two young quarterbacks going against each other. Got uh, Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson. Both kind of run heavy. However, Lamar, uh, Kyler Murray's arm is is much better than than Lamar's. Even though it's much better, uh, Lamar has one year up on him in a, in the NFL system. So, what happens in Week Three when the Ravens play the the Kansas City Chiefs and and the Chiefs go up by three touchdowns? Do they stick to the run heavy offense? I mean. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't hundred percent buy that the the Ravens are going to be run heavy, and and let Lamar Jackson just kind of run around. So I'm not a hundred percent sold on on him as a quarterback this year. I think he'll be extremely exciting if they do go run heavy with a, a lot of different new looking sets. I think in the first couple of weeks you will see teams struggle with this particular offense because they're used to pass heavy pass heavy offenses so you'll see teams that with defenses that aren't actually designed to stop run heavy teams you'll see them struggle but but once it gets down later in the season when the Ravens are going against their rivals like the Browns and the Steelers and the Bengals and they, they got these teams that'll punch them in the mouth, punch them back in the mouth, then I I don't know if that run-heavy thing will be able to work. Or maybe it's just all a part of the developmental process for, for um, Lamar Jackson to do something he's comfortable at and let him build confidence in wanting to throw the ball down the field. So, uh, I think a couple first couple games, um, you'll be very happy with what Lamar Jackson will give you. And uh, some more local guys. I got. I mentioned Mark Ingram. He's a good addition. He's going to be able to do a lot more running this year. He was more so in a running back committee where he kind of lost a uh, hold of that starting position and was more of a um, uh, Kamar from uh, from the New Orleans Saints. It was more his offense style versus Mark Ingram's power running style. Also, like uh, with the Redskins, Darius. Guise, I'm I'm probably saying his name wrong. Uh, he got he tore his ACL in training camp last year, so we really haven't seen him on an NFL field yet. However, he was getting raving reviews uh, before the season started last year, before before his injury. So, uh, with a always always like guys who have an opportunity to sit and actually watch the game and see what what the game is all about from a 
a um, sideline point of view. I always like guys who who have who have that opportunity, which I'm another guy I'm very high, high on this year is Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he's looked horrible in training camp and also uh, the preseason games. I think uh, he's had an opportunity to watch how this watch how this um, offense is supposed to run. Watch how the how how the plays are called, why they're called, and it just has a full opportunity to see things from the sideline. So same thing with Darius. I think he he spent the whole year watching um, and seeing Adrian Peterson and being and learning things from Adrian Peterson, which uh, that guy's a Hall of Famer in this league, so he'll be interesting to see. Uh, he's still he's still with the Washington Redskins, so I don't I don't know if Darius is a hundred percent yet, which I'm sure he is because he's on he's been on the field. The biggest thing with him is just um, nagging injuries coming off that at ACL um, recovery, uh, like a hamstring or a quad or a calf muscle strain or something along those lines. Just those little naggy injuries are very common after ACL surgery. So we'll look, look into that. I'm sure he'll get a lot of, um, carries seeing that Adrian Peterson is only a two down type of guy. So, um, I'm kind of high on him. I think he'll be better later in the season, especially um, with the quarterback situation in Washington. I think that's going to be a mess. So if you have to draft a quarterback, try not to draft any um, quarterbacks out of Washington. Eventually, they will more than likely move on to their rookie out of Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins, which may be what they need to do. Um, I don't think they should start the season out with that, but we'll see. We'll see how they take care of that. But those are my um, local guys that I think you should look into. And last but not least... How about some injury comeback, guys? So number one on my list for injury comeback is Hunter Henry. He came back last year in the playoffs. Uh, He didn't really seem to have his legs under him. It was all quite fast of a comeback. It just kind of wanted to throw an extra dimension out on the field last year for that those first two games they played in the playoffs and it didn't it, it didn't actually work out um but i think a full off season injury free i think this is going to be perfect for him because he he himself is coming off a acl was coming off an a acl injury so this this is going to be perfect he's he's got everything stretched out he has his legs completely under him now and he can just hop right back into that offense and be extremely effective so uh, hunter henry is going to be very high on my list of of tight ends to to look at this year the tight end the tight end position is actually wide open this year because of the fact that there's no more gronk um so that that that's going to be wide open you got george kittle you got 
Ertz, which I think is going to his his stock should go down because of the fact that you got Deshaun Jackson back in in Philly. And you just have a lot of options in Philly. So he he's he's not very high on my list for for tight ends. I like um, definitely George Kittle. I like my man out of Kansas City. And I really like Hunter Henry as my my tight end as a target. Also uh Delaney Walker who's who coming off who's coming off an injury as well. He he was always effective and for for Marcus Mariota, he was a great option for him because he seemed like he was safest throwing those underneath pass passes versus throwing the ball downfield and Delaney was always open underneath. So Look for those as far as injuries go in the tight end department. Jimmy G, of course, uh, he tore his ACL last year. Another AC, a member of the ACL club. He tore his ACL last year. Uh, he hadn't really played great up until that point. And he, like I alluded to earlier, he's not having a great training camp. So I'm high on him. Can he can he play? I mean, that's that's at this point that's a real question. You know, he he hasn't really he played extremely well those last six games when he first got to San Francisco that he started. He played extremely well and 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 he he won some games and he showed a lot of promise. But now they got him some weapons out there. They got him some weapons. He, he he has a great play caller. There's no more excuses for Jimmy G. And like I say, he's another one of those guys who, who had the opportunity to sit and actually watch the offense work instead of being out there on the field trying to figure it out. He had an opportunity to sit and watch the offense work. So I think that Jimmy will come out when once the season starts and 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 do really well for the 49ers you know what's 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 their schedule what's their schedule like is it favorable to him to where he won't get killed out there that's that's, that's actually a tough division i think they're a playoff team maybe maybe not uh, they start the season off fairly well. They start with the Buccaneers at the Buccaneers, which can be a tough trip for any West Coast or or East Coast team. Um, that's a decent game to play. Uh, then they go, they travel to the Bengals. So they got the they got the first two weeks on the road. Wow, first two weeks on the road, which can be tough for any team. They may start zero and two. But I think <laughs> they may start 0-4. <laughs> they may start 0-4. They got the Buccaneers, the Bengals, the Steelers at home, and then the Browns at home. So uh, Jimmy, it's going to be tough for Jimmy, and I, I hope that he uses his new weapons, and I hope that they look good. But it's gonna be tough. I still like Jimmy G though. I, uh, 
you know, at this point in a dynasty league, no, no, don't don't go with him in a dynasty league. At this point, look at Jimmy G as an a development player for your fantasy team. Go with the quarterback that you like, and then pick up Jimmy G late in the um, draft, which would be my what I would do in this situation. Yeah, that's what I would do in this situation. Cooper Cup, been my favorite, one of my favorite wide receivers since he came into the league. Super small guy, uh, Julian Edelman style guy. But the thing about Cooper Cup is he makes that offense tick. And while making that offense tick, he gets his. So, Cooper Cup. I, he he's a member of the ACL club last year. Still my guy. Um, it's looked great. Didn't ha- doesn't have any restrictions in training camp this year. I like Cooper because he makes that offense go and 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 he's Jared Goff's security blanket. So that offense was totally different last year when Cooper got hurt. But he's back now, and and I think that's that's going to be a really good offense. That's a, uh, I'm really looking at Jared Goff to be my quarterback this year. I'm looking at a couple of different guys: Jared Goff, um, Jimmy G. Mm. And a couple other guys that I, that I got my name, my my mind on. The quarterback situation is funny. I like Deshaun Watson as well. Uh, maybe Tom Brady late, and I really, I'm really high on Sam Darnold. Um, Coach Adam Gase made Ryan Tannehill look good. Somebody who's in between the wide receiver position and the quarterback position. He made he made him look good. Got to the playoffs twice with the Ryan Tannehill. So. I really like Sam Darnold and somebody who's actually a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I think Sam Darnold is going to do some good things this year. Another person that got that that got a nice offensive infusion this year with a couple different players. He got uh, Jameson Crowder, of course, Le'Veon Bell, and uh, sticking with the his tight end is going to be suspended for I think the first. Two two weeks of the season, maybe four games of the season. But he has he has options out there, and and I think I like Sam Darnold a lot this year. And last but not least on my injury comeback list is uh, Demarius Thomas. I wouldn't draft him because he's not even practicing right now. I honestly would would go with a. Uh, putting him on the watch list type of thing. Hell, we don't even know if he'll make the team. He should make the team because the Patriots are looking for that physical physical presence to kind of take up where Gronk Gronk's position was. He's going to be their physical presence in, on the team. Uh, and they got a lot of guys like that now with um, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, and uh, Nikhil Harry out of out of college, the rookie out of college. So 
They're looking for somebody who's going to be physical on the field and it's going to be a presence. So something to look forward to for the New England wide receiver field. All right. So I've been I've been babbling for almost about 50 minutes now and this I didn't expect it to go this long. Typically I'll I'll go at least 35 40 minutes. Um but I mean I just you know it's been a long time since I talked to you guys. So um just excited to to talk and excited for football season. I hope you guys are excited as well. So Please check us out. Um, DMV Sports Network. Lots of podcasts on there, including this one. Subscribe this time around. Make sure this is going to be on your day, your weekly listens. Maybe if you want to hear my voice daily, um, you can just kind of keep replaying all my old ones and uh, wait for the new ones to come out. And you can hear my voice um, as much as you want. But definitely subscribe and and look for when the new episodes come out. And it's it's gonna be once a week. Uh, we'll definitely cook and kick in full gear once the season starts. So it'll be once a week for sure. We we'll give you a lot of ideas of, of players you should look at for the waiver wire. You know, with the pre preseason, the biggest the biggest news you can get out of preseason is injury news. Um, position battles and players that's working their way up the up the um, up the list, and also players who are being cut and re-signed by other teams. Those are those are biggest things you can look at in, in training camp. It's such it's such a grind, you know, to kind of go through 30, 32 training camps and 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 get a feel for what you're going to do for your fantasy football team and once you figure it out you'll 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 have a feel for your fantasy football team but you don't win a championship with your draft a lot of things can go wrong with your draft picks hell your first five draft picks may get hurt and be in their season be over so i'm not going to tell you that you win a win a season of fantasy football championship with your draft it's definitely a part of winning but you want to make sure you you get the right players but i wouldn't put everything into your draft some people do and some people get bit some people do well but it's draft season i got two drafts myself this saturday we'll see how that goes and I'll, i'll let you know how my drafts go next time we talk until then the summer is ending football season is coming and it's me marcus hemingway with fantasy fever